Welcome to the Oscar Sarsosa podcast, the place where good news, media, and music collide with a different perspective. Righteous. I am righteous. If you really understood the impact of that word, you change the way you think, and you wouldn't let people treat you the way they treat you. Because you would have more respect for yourself, and you would have more respect because you're the son and the daughter of a king and a queen. You're not a peasant anymore. See, peasants beg. Kings rule. Say that again. You could tweak that one, Isaac. Peasants beg. Kings rule. That's where we need to be at. I printed out tonight the definition of the word righteousness. I wanted to read it to you. Righteousness comes from the Greek word dikaisum. Sorry about that. The essence of one who is just and righteous. So righteousness is the essence of one who is just and righteous. Now, what is righteous? Because <laughs> you're like, okay, righteousness is someone that's righteous, but what's righteous? Okay, righteous, Greek word dikaios, is right, R-I-G-H-T, just a state of existence that is not attained through the actions of the individual in that one is either righteous or he is not. There is no middle ground. Righteousness is the inherent character and nature of the one who is righteous. If one is not righteous by nature, then the only way he can become righteous is to affect a total and complete change in his nature. I know that was a mouthful, but what I want you to focus on is on this part that I said. You're either righteous or you're not. There is no middle ground. The problem with the church today, guys, the problem with young people, with Christians in general, is they're in that middle ground kind of thing. See, they're Christians when they're in church. They're Christians when they're around their Christian friends. But then when they're around their non-Christian friends, then they're not Christian anymore. If I am who I am, I am that same person all the time. It's like a king that's, that lives like one in a castle, but then when he hangs out with the common peasant folk, he acts like them. No, he's a king in the castle, but he's a king also when he goes out to be with the people of his kingdom. What's happening to a lot of us, and I've been guilty of this, is that, see, we're excited when we're in the presence. We're excited when we're in church. We're excited when the event is going on, when the pastor's preaching, when we're doing all this stuff. But then when it comes to real life, you know, reality, as everybody calls it, then we start acting like, well, you know, that's just the way it is. Because your friends say, because they've been through it, because people older than you have said it. But what does your righteousness in God say about you? Righteousness is the state of existence that you are righteous. What is righteous? Righteous is something that you obtain a nature that you don't do through your actions. In other words, what we preach, you're saved by grace through faith, not by works. Because if it was by works, then a man would boast and he would say, I am saved and I am holy because of my actions. No, you're holy because God is holy. You're prosperous because God is prosperous. You're awesome because God is awesome. 
I told somebody a couple weeks ago, brother, you're awesome. And they told me, no, only Jesus is awesome. And I said, well, you're his brother, so that means that you're awesome too. But see, when you live in the spirit, guys, you just know you're just awesome. You don't need a man or a woman or somebody to tell you you're awesome. You just tell yourself. See, because there's something called affirmation. And if you see that word, affirmation is when people feel appreciated and they feel important and they feel part of something. That is the greatest thing that people desire. That is why social networks are so popular. Because don't raise your hand so nobody will laugh at you or think anything about you. But most of us, we love it when somebody likes something that we put. And if you put something and nobody says anything about it, don't admit it. You even get mad. And you say, what? Haters. They're just jealous. It's human nature because humans are always looking for praise and worship and you're beautiful and you're great. And that's why people backstab each other and that's why relationships have problems because we're always living trying to feel the affirmation and the satisfaction that others have in us instead of us understanding we're already all that. I want you to say that with me tonight. Say, I'm already all that. I'm already all that. Now that you recognize it, hey, then that means that you're seeing me with the eyes that God sees me. Because I'm already looking at myself that way. See, righteousness is just that state of existence. It's when we understand we're just, they're his sons. We have everything. We're complete in him. We were made in his image and his likeness. And we will forever, forever be like this. You know what's happened to the, to the body of Christ in the past, present, and maybe even the future is that we still think that we're those old sinners, those old filthy sinners. Have you ever heard the term, I'm saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost? I'm saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. I ain't nothing but a wretched sinner saved by grace. Sounds good, huh? Because that, that's something that stirs up your emotions. But the truth is, you're not a sinner anymore. You're not a wretched sinner. You're not somebody struggling with things. You just are a son and a daughter of God. There's two verses that people like to use because if I tell you or if I tell you, you don't sin anymore. And you might tell me, no, I do. <laughs> and you might not admit it. Or I tell you, nah, you don't sin anymore. And you're like, no, I do. <laughs> See, your state of existence is that you, you don't sin. You don't have the ability to sin anymore. If you sin, it's because you forgot who you are and you start acting like someone that you're not. See, you're not a sinner. You're a son and daughter of God. But when you forget, when you're in your soul, you don't exercise your authority and your right. It's like the man that is the son of the king and can get anything he wants, but he gets in line to eat where the peasants eat. He would be a fool. 
you would laugh at him and you would say, he's foolish. Well, then why don't we see ourselves that way? That's how we live. See, when we say things that we shouldn't say, when we think things that we shouldn't think, when we laugh with the things that we shouldn't laugh at, we're kings acting like peasants. We're sons and daughters acting like bastard sons. See, when I know that I belong in a house, I walk in with confidence, and I understand the state of my existence. See, the state of my existence is I don't sin anymore because I don't want to sin. I now live holy, sanctified, justified, righteous because of what Christ did for me. Until we don't move to the next phase of understanding, sin is gone in your life. It doesn't exist. Even if you were to sin, the sin has been forgotten and has been forgiven by God. But since we live in such a legalistic society, such a judgmental society, we push the very people that we want instead of loving them the way that God wants. You know why churches are not full, guys? Because of our own fault. Because we don't show the love of God, we show the old nature, the judgment of the old covenant. There's two verses that people will use because... I don't know if you've ever heard this. Some people will say statements like this to us and say, no, because I'm a sinner. And I tell them, you're not a sinner. You're a son of God. You're righteousness. You're righteous now. No, 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 brother. I'm a sinner. And that is so sad because their life has been turned over to God. No longer do you live, but Christ now lives in you. The life that you lived before doesn't exist. Now you live in the faith of the Son of God, Jesus Christ, that died and gave himself a ransom for you. Now you live according to what? To your new nature. See, you don't live like the old dead man that you were. Now you live new. See, dead people sin, but spiritually alive people, they bless and they help others. That's why I started out tonight by telling you, if you're truly alive, if you truly understand your state of existence, of righteousness, you will be in an urgent mode to preach to all your friends and to all your family and teach them that God has something better for them. In the book of Romans, if you could take me there, guys, chapter 3, verse 10 and verse 23. Let's read verse 10 first. These are two verses that people use to say that we're still sinners. Because see, sometimes even guys like me or gals like me that know who they are in Christ Jesus are kind of a little annoying and they take a little prideful because they think that we think we're better than other people, but we don't. We just know we're just like God. So we're proud of our state of existence. See, people get mad when I say, I'm blessed, I'm a preacher, I can preach, I can teach, and anybody could come question me, I know what I'm talking about. Why? Because the very word of God lives inside of me. I have every answer to life right inside of me. I don't have to go read books, I don't have to go to seminars, I don't have to go to events, those are cool, we can do all those, it's great to make new friends, don't get me wrong, that's what the body of Christ is for, but every single answer to your life, guys, is in you, the answer to your college education, to your school, to who you should be dating, to who you should want to really look into marry, because don't date too much, because that's not God's way either, but 
If you want the answers to everything, it's all in you. And that's why we can say we are saved. We are justified. We are holy. We are perfect. No one's perfect. I am. I'm perfect. Because I'm his son. Because if he's perfect, then I am perfect. Let's read in, in Romans chapter 3, verse 10. And these are two verses that are used out of context to try to prove that we're still sinners. It says, as it is written, none is righteous, <laughs> just, and truthful, and upright, and conscientious. No, not one. I'm here telling you for several times, you're righteous. You're the righteousness of God. You're awesome. You're all that. You got everything in you. But then some dude, some wannabe preacher, thinks he knows what he's saying just because he's got a big church and will tell you, as it is written, none is righteous. No, not one. And then, yeah, if you take that verse alone, you got a case. You could debate. See, but the thing is, when you debate with us, Bible studying dudes, we know the whole Bible. We don't know just one verse. And we'll show you that that's wrong. Now look at verse 20, 20, 23, I'm sorry. There's another one, which everyone knows this one. In the King James verses, it says, for all have sinned. And falling short of the glory of God. Or here in the Amplified it says. Since all have sinned and are falling short of the honor and glory. Which God bestows and receives. Again another verse. That if I take out of context. I'll tell you. You all have fallen. There is no one worthy of Jesus Christ. We use verses out of context. To put people under bondage. Because some insecure preacher out there wants you to think that he's holy and that you're trying to get where he's at. I was just like you, looking for answers in life. And I'll stand up and I'll say, but I found the answer in life. His name is Jesus Christ. And they'll say, no, but it takes time. It takes time and time. And, and, and that's some good stuff. And that sells CDs and that gets con concerts brewing and all, but you know what? I know who I am. I don't need you to tell me who I am. You have to live the kind of life where you tell people, this is who I am. You want to know me? Then talk to me. If you would like to learn more about this podcast, visit us at www.oncealiens.com. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast on iTunes, YouTube, or SoundCloud. This podcast has been brought to you by Once Aliens. We're never done. We're always believing. We're always creating. We get better every day.